So praise and glory be to God. We proclaim Isaiah 125, that these will be God's handpicked justices that move forward, that take these place, that take their place on the Supreme Court of Israel. Hallelujah. We also want to continue to pray regarding the appointment of dairy. Now we've already, we're all very familiar with dairy and his past criminal convictions. Netanyahu is still planning and to move forward with trying to get dairy to be appointed as minister of interior, minister of health. And right for right now, until next week, at least, this bill or law of judicial reform, which would put dairy back in place, is being put on hold. And so we want to contend, press in for prayer this week, that the unholy alliance between Netanyahu and dairy would be broken by the blood of Yeshua, that Yeshua's choice for the minister of interior which is very connected with Aliyah and opening his Aliyah doors wide for all Jews to come home, including Messianic Jews, and also Yeshua's choice for minister of health. This is very important. Why? Because we're praying that God will cut off the globalist agenda from Israel. This includes cutting ties with Pfizer, voiding contracts, that were unholy alliances that stood up and offered Israel as a testing laboratory for the world, that put restrictions in, vaccines, masks, green passports, all of these things. So the minister of health is a very key position. And our prayer is that God would raise up the minister of health who will speak truth to the people and life and health, true health over the nation of Israel and be a beacon of truth and life and health to the entire nations in the face of the globalist agenda. So we want to pray that, and it's connected with the appointment of dairy to the Minister of Interior and the Minister of Health. I've already mentioned briefly about cutting off the globalist agenda with the Minister of Interior and Health, pharmaceutical companies, connected with that, we want to pray that the fear of man and the fear of nations are cut off from Israel and dependence on the nations will be cut off from Israel, including unholy alliances with Islam. Over the past two weeks, there has been a discussion about a secret oil and natural gas deals which Israel has been keeping secret for at least the past five years. And they just voted to extend that, not for five years. They didn't allow that much. Netanyahu wanted these deals to be kept secret for five more years. And the Knesset said, no, one year. And so we want to pray all that will be hidden will be exposed. Luke 12, two through three, that there is nothing that will not be hidden, that will not be revealed. We want to pray for full exposure of unholy alliances with Islam, and particularly including as they relate to these energy deals. We want to pray for the removal of any unholy alliances and deals. We've already spoken in past sessions about how Qatar 
quickly took advantage of Israel's compromise in Lebanon and the Mediterranean border there, the Mediterranean inheritance there. Also, Turkey, just this week, is taking advantage of this earthquake situation. And this is something I sensed in my spirit, and I sent out some posts about it. But the earthquake, which is so devastating and is an emergency and a travesty, Israel responded to Turkey for the first time ever, invited and allowed Israel to come in and help with rescue efforts. And Israel did with military, with humanitarian aid, literally with tons of aid. And the reason Turkey did that was to show the relationship that Turkey desires to have with Israel. We know that before the election, Erdogan stated publicly that he wants to come visit Israel shortly after the elections. Before that, he was publicly stating that he wants to form an energy deal with Israel specifically. And so this week, the foreign minister of Israel went to visit Erdogan for a one-day quick visit, and they discussed an energy deal. And so Erdogan is already using this situation of the earthquake to advance its own agenda to create an energy deal with Israel. Similarly, we see Saudi Arabia. There was exposure right after a major Indian company purchased some of the port of Haifa. I sent out a report about that. Within days, this the head of this organization in India was exposed for bribery for major fraud. And as it turns out, this was all part of an undercover deal in which Saudi Arabia wanted to have its natural gas piped through Israel and transported over Israel's land to Haifa. So we want to pray against unholy alliances with Israel. With Israel, These are not good. We know, for example, in Exodus, God specifically told Israel not to enter into covenants with the neighboring countries around it and with the peoples within it. And so this is very critical. Connected with this is Yeshua's command for Israel not to that Israel can only serve, cannot serve two gods. It cannot serve both God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and money. It cannot be so entranced by promises of money that it that she loses her covenant with God. And so we can also pray the blood of Yeshua, not only for unholy alliances with Islam to be cut off, but unholy alliances with mammon with money to be cut off, whether it's money promised from the Arab nations or money promised from the U.S. or other nations, that Israel will be freed in this Passover season to follow the Lord her God and to depend and receive her provision only from him and freed to enter into holy covenant alliance only with him. And so this is very important. Isaiah 28, 14 to 19, 
and God tells Israel that she has entered into a covenant of death. But he also says that he will annul her covenant of death. And then exactly after that, he says, see, I lay a stone in Zion, a tested cornerstone or a sure foundation Israel. The one who relies on it will never be stricken with panic. So God is saying, Israel, place your hope in me. Place your trust in me. Look to me, your maker, your savior, your provider in this time. Don't look to the nations. Don't make these unholy covenant alliances with the other nations around you. Isaiah 60. This is the time. We see that the nations are in darkness, the peoples in deep darkness. This is a reality we're seeing unfold right before our eyes. It's here. It's now. But now's the time for Israel to be free to arise and shine, for the glory of God to be present. God desires Israel and the nations to see his image, to see his truth, to know who he is, to see him shining brightly, burning like a torch in the midst of the darkness, to draw people to him and to show his coming kingdom and glory. So we want to pray this. And spiritually, we want to pray for the Jewish identity and leadership of Messianic Jews in the land to arise. This is so key. Another miracle God is working is that for the first time in 2000 years, there are Jewish believers of Yeshua in the land of Israel. And so for Jewish identity to now be established and the leadership of a royal priesthood to arise and for the Gentile believers in the land also to arise in their Gentile identity. And that identity is to like Ruth, stand in holy covenant alliance with Israel. And not just in a way that says, oh yes, we love Israel, we believe the word of God, but actually contends for the fullness of the inheritance and the destiny of the land and the people that it might be prepared for Yeshua's return. And so this is the well, our prayer spiritually for the Jewish identity and the Gentile identity of believers to arise in the land and then also from here, from around the world. Now is the time to unite in true holy covenant alliance and to prepare the way of Yeshua together. Connected very closely with this is the image of God being displayed in family, the removal of the LGBT agenda and other woke ideology from the schools. This has been infiltrating Israel school system for years. It is an anti-Messiah spirit that has tried to take Jewish history, Bible study out of the schools, to take away from these children any part of their inheritance, their heritage. But praise be to God, with this new government, we have a minister in place. One of the first things he did is say, Torah, Tanakh is going to be taught in schools again. Jewish heritage is going to be taught in schools again. And this week, a bill is submitted to, to remove LGBT agenda that any sexual orientation instructions 
before the ninth grade is illegal, will be illegal. And so Israel, this government is moving forward in promoting the image of God being released over these children, male and female identity, the image of God in families, in marriages. So this is very important because we are created to reflect the image of God. And that's part of pre preparing for his glory to be displayed and then revealed in the land of Israel and from here to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. And someone, Michael asked me at the beginning of the call if there's a connection possibly between the current Asbury revival that's happening. And we know it's spread to other campuses now in the United States and praise God, may it spread beyond and beyond. Hallelujah. And he noted correctly that there was a previous revival at Asbury in 1970. And also these revivals of the Holy Spirit in the 60s and in the 70s, they did usher in the salvation of many Jewish people. So even many Jewish people who later moved to Israel and made Aliyah, many of them from the West come out of this, what's called the Jesus movement or the charismatic Christian movement where the Holy Spirit was poured out and many Jews came to be saved. And so it is a time, I believe, when the Lord is preparing hearts in Israel, particularly this young generation that the enemy has so been attacking very intentionally, that their hearts are ready for the Holy Spirit to come. And so we can pray. We've been praying first. We have been praying for the youth of the United States. Many of you probably know that on college campuses around the United States, Jewish youth have been very persecuted. Um, it has been, they've been, the college campuses have been very liberal. And so may this be the beginning of a Holy Spirit outpouring, even as part of that Western Aliyah that will so pour out the spirit of God and the salvation upon the Jewish people, and particularly the youth, that they will be called to come home and that they will be filled with the love and the latter days outpouring of the Holy Spirit and literally bring that into the land. And of course, we're praying for that outpouring here in Jerusalem and in the land of Israel. We're praying specifically for equipping for healing of healing groups, equipping of deliverance groups. We're asking for the prophetic voice of the Lord to arise to go throughout the halls of the Knesset, into the court systems, into the households, into the villages, the, and the even prophetic schools as in days of old to be formed in the land, that we would be equipped with the gifts of the Holy Spirit and prepared in groups to minister the latter days outpouring of the Holy Spirit as God pours it out upon us. And that also we will be equipped to mentor the new believers, including the youth as they come to know the Lord. And so all of these things are a very large preparation and responsibility that we are praying right now as believers in the body of Messiah here in the land. So you can pray for our equipping, our preparation, our assignments, our alignment with the Lord here in all that he 
is preparing to do and about to do. Because with the physical restoration of Judea and Samaria, God says, what will the revelation of the sons of God be but life from the dead? There's another thing that I will say, and that is, is that along with Aliyah from the West, God is also in the process of restoring the tribes, the 12 tribes of Israel to the land. We see in the book of Revelation very clearly that God is going to call the tribes by name. There's going to be a restoration of actually the tribes. And in rabbinic tradition, the rabbis here understand that once the tribes of Israel are restored to the land, that Messiah will come. And as of right now, we have some DNA testing that can verify Levitical or priestly DNA. Or, so we have the tribe of Levi, Levi being restored. We have the tribe of Manasseh being restored from India, from the East. We have Jewish people from Africa, from Ethiopia coming back to the land. They're gonna be Hispanic Jews. There's another group from Africa that is thought to perhaps be connected with the tribe of Gad. And so God is in the process of restoring his 12 tribes to the land as well. So we can, so this is very connected with Jewish identity and also Aliyah. And with the restoration of Judea and Samaria, he's also going to be restoring his altars throughout the land, his holy covenant cities. Now, why are the holy covenant cities of God? What are they and why are they important? What they are the places where God was worshipped. Yotevate was worshipped literally in the land by Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And then other holy cities, for example, Shechem, Bethel, Shiloh, where the Ark of Covenant was held for so many years. We're talking about Bethlehem, the city of David the city of Ruth and Boaz, and the city of Yeshua as well, where Yeshua was born. We're talking about Nazareth, where Yeshua was raised. We're talking about Jericho. We're talking about all of these and the city of David itself here in Jerusalem. They were once places where the worship of yod flourished. There were altars to God in these places. As we know, in the course of history, high places also were placed there. Worship of other gods were placed there. And ultimately, Islam has made a, had a specific agenda. And if you look at these places today, they have all been intentionally dominated and filled with Palestinians, with Islamic, the worship of Islam. They have intentionally built their altars, false altars, on these holy covenant cities and holy altars of God. And so we want to pray as we pray for Judea, Samaria, Aliyah, all of these things that we're discussing today for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, that these altars of God will be revived, not only the physical altars and these holy cities in the land, but the altars of God in our hearts, the circumcision of God in our hearts, the burning of the fire, the zeal of the Lord, in every heart in Israel. And I've just said a whole lot. <laughs> I want to stop there. We are in an incredible 
season of literally, yes, there, there is so much warfare. The enemy hates what God is doing. He does not want God to take the land. He does not want God to prepare the land for his return. He does not want Jerusalem and the Temple Mount, for example, to be to be his, to be the place, <laughs> place of worship again. And so, of course, there's spiritual warfare, but the word of God is eternal. It is forever and ever, and there is no one greater than him, and there's nothing that Satan can do about it. It is our pleasure, our joy to see the word of God unfolding right before our eyes and to participate actively in prayer and financially in other practical ways to see his kingdom come in Israel on earth as it is in heaven for such a time as this. Hallelujah. I want to stop there and see, does anyone have any questions? We do have a few moments before this hour is over. Hallelujah. If anyone, if there is no one who has a question, we do have time for prayer. And Michael, since you had that question about the Asbury revival, I'm wondering if you would be willing to lead us out in prayer. And then if anyone else has a burning prayer on their hearts for Israel, please feel free to raise your hand and we can just enter into these next several moments of prayer together. Hallelujah. Yeah. <clears throat> Lord, I thank you for what you have written in scripture and what was even mentioned today from Ezekiel and other passages so you have given us some insight but the secret things do belong to you we thank you for your plan for the nations and for israel that you're going to bring to pass in in its fullness and i just thank you that you've called us all to be a part of what you want to do lord so we pray for your direction just the moving of your holy spirit in our hearts and prayer and in sharing lord proclaiming your word in Je yeshua's name Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you that your word does promise that as your land and as your people are restored, as your worship is restored in the land, that you will prepare the way for your return. And Yeshua, when you return, Lord, all the nations, every tongue and tribe shall come to Jerusalem, each in their own beautiful identity and bow before you. Lord, thank you that even though there are unholy alliances with nations right now, that there is a holy alliance. And I believe this is among the believers in each nation, each tongue and tribe those who will contend with and for the destiny and inheritance of Israel and who will literally usher in the return of Messiah. Lord, I thank you for the holy ones that you are drawing into holy covenant alliance with you from each of these nations, Lord. The rulers, the leaders can rage. They can do whatever they want. But, oh God, you are raising up one pure spotless bride you are raising up a holy remnant and you will have your worship here in Jerusalem. So I bless your bride, Lord, today to come into this holy alliance with Israel, to understand the fullness of your word, which is unfolding right before our eyes and to join in it, 
to be grafted in it in spirit and in truth. And I thank you in your holy name, B'Shem Yeshua. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want thank to you, Shakaf, for I such enlightenment. Yes. Yes, Joe, is that you? Yes, it is. I just want to thank you for such enlightenment and also encouragement. It's been one of the most special times of hearing things that are moving forward. And I'm in the IFI prayers. We've been doing it for many years now, Intercessors for Israel. And uh, it's so exciting to see that things seem to be coming together and, and heading in the right direction. So thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want to thank all of you. I want to thank you, Joe. I want to thank all of you and commend all of you. I know that there are those here who have contended for decades and years. And I want to, I'm rejoicing together with you at the answered prayer that is right now unfolding before our eyes. Yes. I also want to encourage you in another thing is that we are seeing a lot of media come out about the conflicts happening, about the judicial reforms, for example. But there are all, there's also a deep work that God is wanting to do, even through the contention and the conflict that he has, his voice that he wants to speak, his shalom and his voice that he wants to speak in the midst of it. It's actually a wonderful thing that there's a question right now about the fact that Israel does not have a constitution. That is at the heart of the current judicial reforms. They're arguing over what this should look like because Israel does not have an official constitution. But we, God is bringing this to light to show Israel that actually, yes, she does. <laughs> it is called the Tanakh. It is called marriage covenant of God that he made with Israel at Sinai, as we sang at the beginning of this session, from the mountain, his voice will be heard. And we're headed towards Passover. And God wants to reveal his covenant, his constitution, his Tanakh. And so we hold that, his Tanakh, over Israel as a standard, over the government and over the court system, as all of these discussions and negotiations are happening. May his Tanakh, be lifted high. May his standard be raised over the government and the court systems of Israel. So it's very special that Israel, after being secular, humanistic, democratic for so long, is now asking this question. We do we have we don't have a constitution. What do we do? And then related to that is are we a democracy or are we a theocracy? Are we a democracy? Or are we a religious nation, a Jewish religious nation? And the answer to that, of course, is God wants to reveal that he is king. He is God. And actually, Israel is called to be set apart, to be a theocracy under him. Connected with all of that, of course, is Jewish identity. What is Jewish identity? And so the questions that are being raised are very good and deep questions. God wants to reveal his answer and his word. And so he's going to continue to work all these things for good. And we can pray for 
the shalom of the people, especially the media, any fear and incitement would stop. Chaos would be quieted, the storm would be stilled by the voice, the creator Yeshua, and that they, Israel would then be freed to hear his voice, to receive his government. And together we proclaim that of his government, of the increase of his government and his shalom over Israel, there will be no end. There will be no end. And so God has very specific and precious and intimate things that he wants to speak into the heart of his people right now in the name of Yeshua. And connected with that is uniting his people. We spoke of Ezekiel chapter 36, the uniting of the people as one man, taking those areas of division, bringing clarification, bringing the nation under God and bringing that unity that he desires between Judah, those who would follow the Lord in, in spirit and in truth and according to his word and Ephraim, even those who are secular, even those who have moved more further away from God. He wants to bring all together as one man, one Israel, one people of Israel to prepare the land and the people for to meet him and for his return. We're So I just say that as an encouragement, a further encouragement that even though we see these reports coming through the media, God is doing a deep work that he wants to do and he must do actually to reveal himself in the heart of his people. That was wonderful, Shakar. So there is going to be a call for Malta. It is on another line that is listed in the signal group and India is going to flow into their meeting right after this one is finished. And so I'm gonna transfer the host to Renee for the India Watch. Thank you so much, Shirley. And I just wanna bless all of you and thank you again for coming to this Israel Watch. We bless the India Watch coming up and thank you again for being watchmen on the walls of Israel and Jerusalem. God's word is moving forward for such a time as this. Hallelujah. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he encourage you, strengthen you, uphold you, make you prosper in the things that he has called you to do and spoken to your hearts and spirits. Hallelujah. May his word cause you to thrive. May his Holy Spirit well up within you and flow out of you. Ya Edonai Panav Eleka. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of your word and your Holy Spirit, which is true forever, a sure foundation, a solid cornerstone that you have laid forever in Jerusalem and in Israel and from here to the ends of the earth. May his face shine upon you. May his light, his revelation, his truth, his glory fill your lives, piercing the darkness around you. May his favor surround you as a shield, even as his angelic hosts cover you, protect you, and all concerning you with the blood of Yeshua. Donai Panab Eleka. May the Lord lift up his face upon you, taking you from what is old wineskins into this whole new season of the new things of his Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. From glory to glory, revelation to revelation. Be a 
shalom may he place within you and grant you take you into the fullness of his covering his tabernacle his place of sanctuary his abiding presence his wholeness his healing his shalom hamashiach and i proclaim yeshua over my beloved brothers and sisters that of over their lives that of the increase of your government and of your shalom there will be no end you will only increase 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 in each one of them father i thank you for this precious time together for your presence with us and i pray that your ministering angels would now cover us each in the blood of the lamb and go forward in the power of your anointing and your spirit protecting all things concerning us and take carrying forward your word executing your word over us and over israel for such a time Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, everyone. May the Lord bless you. Shalom. I look forward to seeing you again the first and the third Thursday of every month. Blessings from Jerusalem, from my heart to yours. Shalom, shalom.